Hey, good afternoon, everyone. It is Will and Woody on your Monday afternoon. Gee whiz, Woods, last week, this Ben Robert Smith case was absolutely everywhere. And and for those of you that aren't across it, it, it basically the most mm. revered and decorated soldier. This guy won two Victoria Crosses and, and has been branded as a war criminal. Now, look, there was an article that was written by a guy called uh, Nick McKenzie, another journalist at Fairfax and nine newspapers called Chris Masters. And he basically denied all this. And he was backed by Seven West Media. Uh, and it's a huge amounts of funds. Mm. I think it was like $40 million worth of upfront fees just to get the case up and running. Mm. And he lost which means Channel 9 newspapers had to prove that all of this stuff that he did in Afghanistan was true, mm. which is really hectic. And right now we're really lucky that we've actually got the journalist who wrote the articles which which broke all this news initially about Ben Robert Smith, the person that Ben Robert Smith was suing, Nick McKenzie. Welcome to the show, Nick. G'day, guys. Hey, Nick, my first question, mate, is how does someone like you first come across these stories from Afghanistan? Chris Masters, my colleague, and I, back in 2017, began digging away, and principally our key source of information was guys who had served with Ben Robert Smith in the SAS in Afghanistan, highly decorated, highly accomplished soldiers. They put their lives in the line, but when they were on the ground, they saw things that made them deeply uncomfortable. Uh, There were civilians who were taken prisoner. They had their hands bound. One of them was kicked off a cliff by Ben Robert Smith and executed at the bottom of the cliff. So it wasn't just the fog of war. We're talking about really cold-hearted, uh, illegal murder of civilians, hands-bound in the most grotesque of ways. And that, that's ultimately what we proved uh, in court, what the judge said last week happened. Specifically, Nick, I know you mentioned the the cliff incident there, and, and I, maybe this is a bit of a warning for people who've got kids in the cars and stuff right now. What were the most horrific or sort of grotesque claims that you had to prove in court? Now, the key case, uh, I mentioned it again, this guy, Ali Jan, he was a civilian. He was a farmer who came to a village to get some some shoes for his daughter and to get some flour to take home, to mill some flour. Uh, there was an SAS raid looking for an insurgent. They arrested all, all the men and questioned them, looking for the insurgent. He was one of the blokes. He smiled at Ben Robert Smith at the wrong time. That was his crime. Now, ben Robert Smith's patrol led him to the edge of a cliff, and Ben Robert Smith kicked him over that cliff, and then he was executed. It's clearly not the fog of war. It's clearly cold heartless war crime. It's an absolute bully and bastardised bully blokes around all the time would basically say, you challenge me, you speak up about what I've done, about the illegal things I've done, I'll come after you, I'll come after your families. Winning the case wasn't just simply about standing up for those guys, but also for the victims, giving them some small bit of justice and hoping that this maybe kicks in another process. Maybe this all ends up one day in a criminal court. Mm. Mm. Hey, hey, Nick, at the end of the day, your name's attached to these articles that have been written, and obviously Ben would have seen that. Did you feel worried about your safety at all? Yeah, I, I did at times. Um, ben Robertson stops at nothing. Uh, I know, you know, don't blame him. He hates me and it's understandable. Today I'm clearing through emails. Um, I've got a lot of emails from just punters in the public, from Vietnam veterans, from Afghan veterans, most of them saying, you know, well done, we appreciate knowing the truth. Yeah. But one in 10 of those emails says, you're a scumbag, I wish you died. Um, some people, they don't get it for whatever reason. You know, this is not about fog of war. It's not about journos you know, judging what a guy did in a split-second decision. It's about guys of the SAS who stood up and said, well, we don't stand for our colleague executing a civilian. So, Nick, you, you mentioned a couple of times the, the idea of the like the fog of war, and like, you know, all's fair in love and war, what happens at war stays at war, and the, the cliches roll on. What defines the difference between a soldier doing something in action versus him doing something in cold blood? 
the rules of engagement, so the laws and rules under which the Aussie soldiers operated in Afghanistan, actually allowed them to take lives. Now, it had to be careful, but if someone, for instance, had a radio uh, and it was thought they might be calling in an attack, so not a gun, but just a radio, you could engage with that person because they're a spotter. You could kill them. If there was a threat to Aussie soldiers, there was no hesitation that you could kill the threat. It's not a blight on the Australian military because the majority of guys in the special forces community serve with absolute honour and distinction. And yeah. lots of our sources in the SAS, they always said to me, Nick, understand this, we are hard men and we're sent to do a tough job and we do it. And we don't hesitate to kill Taliban. That's what we're there to do. We don't murder the innocent. We don't. We, we yeah. were there to help the people of Afghanistan. At the end of the day, yeah, Ben Watson was an aberration. He was a rogue soldier with a few rogues around him. And I think confronting him was very, very difficult for, for those who did. Yeah. But it's a testament to the moral courage of these guys. You know, they had the physical courage to go and fight in Afghanistan. And they had the moral courage to stand up against what Robert Smith did. And the country can be proud of those those guys in the SES who did that. i got to put a warning out there for kids in cars because some of this can be pretty graphic as we are speaking exclusively to one of the reporters from nine newspapers who actually broke the story. Mm. Uh, you would have seen him all over your TVs last week. It's Nick McKenzie who joins us right now. Can you talk to me a little bit about what Ben Robert Smith is like? Because I remember I was in Perth going through the bag scanner. Uh, it was like the sun had been blocked out behind me because of the shadow that was cast over me. And I turned around, it was him. Truly one of the most intimidating people I've ever seen in my life. One of the biggest people I've ever seen. And that sort of ties into that story I was referring to before, Nick, where you, you mentioned that he kind of like picked up and, and threw a guy to the ground and then picked up a machine gun, which most people would struggle to lift with two arms and like blast this guy with that gun with one arm. That, that's right. I mean, he's an absolute monster of a man physically. So six foot six uh, times over 100 kilos. In researching the book, I, I really asked the question, who is Ben Robert Smith? Now, we tried to talk to him many times before we did our reporting. He, he always refused. He always just responded with legal threats. And then behind the scenes, mind you, he was sending, you know, he was actually physically threatening, warning off our sources, uh, mm. threatening other guys in the SES to shut up. Mm. Uh, what sort of a bloke is he? You know, he's an absolute bully. Someone said to me, Ben Robert Smith's always been a winner, and he just can't understand that anyone else would challenge him. Uh, that had never happened in his life. A life of entitlement. The son of a Supreme Court judge from Perth went to the best private schools, very, very privileged upbringing. But those who knew him, and I know many who know him very well, just talk of the bloke as an absolute narcissist, an absolute mm. egomaniac. And think about this. This is a guy who knew what he'd done. He sued us. We didn't want to go to court. Mm. Being, yeah. Going to court for five years has been the worst experience It's been pretty unpleasant for all concerned. Uh, All the witnesses have been re-traumatised. He pulled this on. Fancy having the arrogance, Mm. knowing you've done the wrong thing to sue. Uh, It's really similar, isn't it, to Lance Armstrong? He went to go and sue and he bullied any reporters who were reporting against him being a drug chair. He got on the front foot. And I think still to this day, Lance would say, I did nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. I mean, you you want to hope that most people are good and I think most people are good, but there are these narcissists who were walk amongst us and, you know, think of CEOs and a few politicians out there, probably a few journos as well. But these are guys and, and women who, they, they're so arrogant, they believe their own lies. So even, yeah. there was a moment where I thought, maybe Ben Robert Smith actually has reconstructed the truth in his own head because it's with such yeah. uh, convincing yeah. arrogance and, and um, he was a good witness in court. Like, he spent days testifying. He didn't ever seem nervous to me. He did so with power and authority. And mm. all the while he was lying through his teeth. Oh. My colleague Chris Masters has said this a few times. Now, Australians would condemn and did condemn Nazis who lined up civilians against a wall and shot them. Uh, why is it different if someone's wearing an Australian uniform? Mm-hmm. You know, Ben Robert Smith murdered civilians. It's not different. He executed 
a prisoner who was found in a tunnel in Afghanistan on Easter Sunday, 2009. Um, this is the bloke who was thrown down and machine gunned, uh, and this bloke had a prosthetic leg. Another soldier removed that leg. Uh, it was taken back to a makeshift bar called the Fat Lady's Arms back at base, and it was used as basically the biggest beer drinking vessel in Afghanistan. And there's lots of photos of Robert Smith, you know, hands draped around his mates as they as they swig from that prosthetic leg, and it's pretty ugly. He knew where the leg came from. He, he knew it was almost like a trophy of, of war. Um, yeah, it was glorified. Uh, so it's it again goes into a bit of the psyche of, of the guy. Some of the SS witnesses we had who spoke up against him. And I remember, I know one of them was concerned that, that his dog might end up dead. Oh. Others were concerned for their personal safety. An SAS soldier who testified in court said he was worried Ben Robert Smith would come after him and his in his family. Uh, so you know, a total narcissistic. Psycho. Wow, we. Uh, well, mate, congratulations. Yeah, and thank you, thank uh, you yeah, for what and, you did, Nick, because yeah. you put yourself on the line as well, there, mate. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you want to get Nick's book, it's going to be out at the end of the month. It's called Crossing the Line. I read an excerpt from, about it in the in the paper the other day. It was absolutely chilling. I, I truly, mm. I spent far too long on the toilet um, because I was uh, <laughs> I was avoiding my toddler, but also I couldn't stop reading the article. Revealing <laughs> that's probably crossing the line as well. Well, I think uh, <laughs> you've done too much. <laughs> uh, it was an awesome read, though, so mm. I'm looking forward to getting my hands on the book, Nick. Thanks so much uh, for sharing with us. I want to say congratulations. It seems a bit weird because obviously it is a really tragic story mm. in, in a lot of ways that our, our most decorated hero turns out to be an absolute monster, and it's it's scary to think that there are more people like that out there. But by the sounds of things, it sounds like the SAS have been uh, incredibly supportive and helpful in this, and, and hopefully by what you're telling me, it seems like it is an anomaly in terms of um, the people that serve Australia and the, the honour and the respect they have for the, the people whose country they're in. Yes, spot on. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it.